We here, welcome uh, to another episode, but I don't know. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, we here reporting live from uh, Phil Hunt Studios. In the suites. Yeah, In you the know. suites right now here with Phil. It's our second summer episode. Mm. Yeah, so would you say second summer episode? I, I would say, I would say, I would say. Uh, I want to get back in the studio. Yeah, yeah, we're going to get back in there soon, uh, you know. I'll start there. That, you know, it's just been mad hot in this city, like super hot. And, you know, nature has its own built-in way of cooling us off that, you know, that essentially rain. what goes up, meaning when the temperature goes up, it's going to come down. You can, you can bet on it. You might have the hottest day of the year, but 24 hours later, you're going to get them showers. So yesterday was crazy because my ass hopped up. It was... One of them 90-degree days. It was shaping up like one of them. Mm-hmm. I had grabbed my black shoes and then said, nah, because you know how black attracts heat. Yes. And it holds heat. It's a magnet. So I said, nah, I'm going to throw on the white joints. I threw on the white joints, threw on the white T-shirt. I was outside for five minutes and it started coming down. <laughs> and I mean... <laughs> The thing I do like about the rain is that it's equal opportunity, man. That, like, rich, poor, everybody gets the same treatment. treatment, I seen a little kid licking an ice cream cone. Guess what? No more ice cream. Now he's just licking cone. (laughs) Straight water just... Running down his hand. And I mean... you know, you can't you, you can't run, you can't hide. That you know, you can try to stand underneath the scaffold, but or, or or find you a nice awning. But after a while, the doorman gonna come out and say, "Hey, hey, hey. move along." Yeah, I didn't moving. get I didn't get caught in that rain. I don't know how bad it felt where you were, but I saw it coming, and then um, I thought I had more time than I did, and so I was driving, and it just it just started kind of coming down. So I was like, "All right, I'll wait." Soon as it stopped, ran. You got to be careful in New York driving too, because motherfuckers is already getting wet and they could be soaked. But you pull over close to that curb and splash somebody, <laughs> now you got an enemy. Hmm. I remember I was in the city one night and I'm talking about like 42nd ish, and it had started raining. And two things. One is, as a walker, Everybody takes advantage of the fact that there's like a delay on the green light. Mm-hmm. So you got to say if the green light changes to green, you got to give it an extra 10 seconds because people trying to make that light because they trying to get to wherever they got to get. And it's, it's a weird attitude about rain, period, because I was on South Beach last summer and uh, it started raining. And I remember getting up to leave and everybody just laid there. Like, what the fuck are we How running was, from? Wait, we wait, was wait, already wait. in the ocean. How hard was the rain? Was it, like, torrential or was it just... No, like- no, no. It wasn't torrential, but it was it was a nice little amount of... That I was laughing because I said, yo, in New York, we would have all ran in, you know, opposite directions. Uh-huh. But I looked around me and everybody else was calm of, like, motherfucker, well, we out here in a bikini anyway. Like... Hey, nobody wants was, to get wet. That's the worst We just got the out the ocean anyway. You're already wet. So it's just a very different attitude. And I think, I guess mentally, I think there is very much an attitude of like, oh, well, this water's clean. We at the beach, Hmm. white sand. 
Whereas in New York, everybody look at it like, oh my God, acid rain. Like, bro, it ain't acid. It's you All that, right. you don't want to get your Jordans wet. You don't want to get your, your Gucci wet. Yeah, man. How was your week, though, man? How you man, doing? It's been a good week, man. I, I can't complain, you know. Yeah, I had an um, interesting week. So you, if you guys have been listening, you remember um, last episode I talked about my son getting in trouble for passing them notes. Okay. So... We had another incident. Uh-oh. You know, I had spoken to him, and I thought it was behind us, but um, went to pick him up school, and the teacher pulled me to the side and said, hey, he drew this. And I was like, cool, that's a nice picture. He said, no. <laughs> Look what he wrote at the bottom. So Uh-oh. he wrote, he drew this picture of this, whatever this thing was from Roblox, and next to it on the bottom, he wrote, oh, shit. <laughs> but then he didn't want to get caught, so he erased the shit and put four stars. <laughs> like editing it. And on the other side, it said something about Tower Hell Defense or To Hell Defense or something like that. I think we may have a young comedian on our hands. It wasn't even, I don't and know. it isn't just the ways he expresses himself. It, it, to me, it's funny. And I mean, I, I'm speaking as the non parent because obviously, if it's my child, I'd probably be concerned too. Man, you know, all these rules just teach you to be a good fucking employee anyway. When you look at the leaders of the world, they're they're not fucking employees mostly. That's what it teaches you. Well, he's sick. Fall in line. Do not curse. Bro, he can't. That might be kind the next Kanye West, and then you're like stunning his artistic ability. Bro, if he was like 10. We comedians, bro. I'm not with that censorship. Listen, if he was 10, he was. He's not my son, though. You're responsible for him. So I get your concern. Why are you censoring him? I'm because like, if he's on the news, if he makes the 11 o'clock news, then you, it comes back yeah, on the you. Yeah, the cameras on me. Uh, the parents And then I, I'll stand up and go, you should have censored him. Shit, now nah, he's in the county. <laughs> in the county jail with the rest of the hooligans. But I, I do think there is, I think that's him showing his sense of humor. He's a little Bro, advanced, the other children, he's I cursing. I have a great sense of humor, just... When you're six, you don't get to say these words. And maybe when he's 10 or, like, even 12, I won't care as much. I'm like, ah, you know, I was cursing at 12. Um, how old were you when you first started cursing? I can't say when I first started cursing, right? But here's one that I vividly remember. Yeah, I know the first time you cussed somebody out. Come on. I don't remember, but I, but I do know kids, they will that they will a curse word almost like a, um, like a, um, like a weapon almost mm-hmm. that like people scatter like okay this other day I'm in the store and there's this young Hispanic kid he might have been about seven or eight and he was saying the F word not the F U C word mm-hmm. not fuck right. the F word about gays okay and he was saying it in such a way that he was almost kind of using it wrong but I could tell that he was saying it the not because he knew what it meant and how to use it, but because he knew when he said it, people reacted uh-huh. and paid him attention. So the second time he said it, I made sure not even to look at him of like, don't give him any of the attention he's looking for. You know, he doesn't know what that means and that it hurts people and that that's the thing that you shouldn't say. And he's just saying it. You know, he's just he's saying it because he, when he says it, people pay him attention. Um, that's what happened here with my son. Yeah. Because 
when I got him home, I told him what I was going to do. I think it's the first. I didn't beat him. But, but what did he say? Oh, shit. Yeah, he, he See, that shit out. doesn't hurt anybody. Mm-mm. Now, the F word about the gay, that the A. Hey, come on, man. It's, it's a pride, hey, month. Hey, you got to hey, chill out with all that. It's a cuss word. And no, but I, you're the parent. So um, go ahead. I don't, I'm not about censorship. I let him say wild stuff, too, but you just can't say this. And, and here's what I think you got to do. And there have been a couple comedians who've told stories like this of, like, you know, that a teacher would kind of tell him, hey, you know, if you are, if you just be good for the time that I demand and don't curse and stuff, I'll let you do a little show at the end of the week. And even myself, one of my earliest memories is, I used to write stories, and I, they were always funny. Well, they, like, the teacher would give us a picture, and we had to write stories. Every week, she made me read mine. And I remember finally on, like, the fifth week being like, I don't want to read it. Like, make somebody else. And she's like, well, someone else can read it. And I felt like she was picking on me. And then she goes, no, I make you read them every week because they're actually funny. And they're entertaining. And I'm like, oh, why didn't you just say I'm special? <laughs> uh, I thought she was picking on me. I can see Phil in the corner of the classroom soaking. Like, stop picking on me. You always, you know I don't like reading in front of people. But now, Phil, we, the pro- my problem with this is I had this conversation with him, and I told him what he cannot do. Okay. And that's one of those things. So, well, what, when, when can he do it? I told you when he gets older. I don't. If he's ten or eleven, he said I'm not gonna come on him because I'm like I was cussing at that age, not a lot, but a okay. shit here. So here's what I do remember. I don't remember the first time I ever cussed because you asked early. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you the age when I when it, when I broke the line and said something in front of my mother oh. because because there's a like a there's who you are outside of your house and to your teachers and. And your classmates, mm-hmm. and then there's who you come in the house and pretend to be for your parents. <laughs> and, and you know, hopefully, if you're good, it's not extremes. You're somewhere in the middle. Yeah, yeah. But you know, when you're young, like so. Anyway, I never forget. I was 14, and <laughs> I was 14 or so. And I came to the house. I don't even know. I, I think I had lied. And told my mother I was going fishing with my homie Jimmy's daddy. Man, we didn't go no damn fishing, man. We went just down the road somewhere. I was in Georgia at the time. Dirt roads and shit. Long dirt roads. Look up Bemis Road. Anyway, we was just hanging. So we come back. My mother says something to me about fishing as I'm playing a video game. And she goes, did you eat? And I'm like, yeah. What'd you eat? And you, it's one of them where she's asking so many questions that you playing the game like I don't know we had fish and shit and she goes what'd you say oh I, I said we had fish and chips lord you thought I said what and I remember like a being sweat just kind of falling down my like oh I thought I was outside I gotta I, I gotta put my my inside voice back on. I'm yeah, in here talking crazy, but yeah, that line blurs. And then there's that weird day where, you know, your parents kind of pretend to be different people mm-hmm. most of your adult life, and then there's that weird day where they kind of crack and start revealing who they actually are. Mm-hmm. And then there's that weird age of like 
somewhere around about 17 that your mom's cursing and you cursing right back. I'm not, yeah, no, I can't. I can't never curse at my mom. Never? Mm-mm. I might not have been cursing at her, but... Just, just talking about something you... I, I did that today actually by accident. I didn't curse at her, but somebody did something stupid and I said, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you know, one of those things where somebody like will walk into the yeah, street yeah, yeah, yeah. on their phone and look at you like, yo, watch out. I'm like, the light is green. Mm-hmm. So, with my son... And they'll, they'll always correct you. Yeah, yeah. You know, you'd be 32 and it's just all that cussing. It's all that necessary. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? It's not a big deal. So the reason, the reason I got mad was because we talked about it. I said, you can't do this. You know better. So I get him home and I, I'm in the car and I'm telling him, you know, I, I got to tear your ass up when we get home. Like, you know, and I said, you know, I'm not going to give you a beating, but you're going you're gonna to get some. I don't beat him. You get some pinches. He said, what's beating, daddy? And I realized I never beat him before, so he don't know what I mean when I say that. So I said, look, it's when you take something and I hit you with it. Like what? So I picked up my USB cord. I said, I'll beat you with this. He said, that wouldn't hurt. I got so bad. Oh, man. I got so bad because I'm just you like. picked up you, a USB cord? Yeah, I did. Because I, I just mean, wanted to, I just a- wanted to Avery, show Avery, CPS may be listening, homie. No, 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 no. The, the, I, I don't think an iPhone cord is that long anyway. No, and it's not. And he looked at it. He was like, that's it's what it is. It's so crazy, the culture of now mm-hmm. to then, or then to now, you know, because, or what the hell am I saying? I know what you're Back saying. in our day. When the first time I cursed. now. When I cursed like that, my mother beat me. I got to right, beat right. the person. Don't use language like that. Whack, whack. You ain't grown. Whack, whack. But remember, we had to foolproof our house almost. Yeah. Like... If you if your teacher said I'm calling your house, you go fuck. Mm-hmm. Your first thought is because it's a house phone. Yeah. I hope she ain't home. I hope my big brother answer. But if none of that fell through, sometimes they would let you know right at lunch. Hey, you was cutting up in second period. Uh huh. <laughs> Guess who I just talked to? <laughs> oh man! But I'm saying, you know. Yeah. And your mother might be at work or dad might be at work. Six o'clock. When I get off, that ass is mine. The teacher might tell you. Mm -hmm. He told me. Six o'clock when he get off, that ass is mine. And you go, well, I got till six to get it right. You come home. All extension cords, you unplug them. Yeah, you hide them, yeah. You hide them. Yeah. All the belts, all the um, Hot Wheels racetracks. Yeah, hide them. Hide them. Clean the house up, wash the dishes. So it's funny now because when you said you showed him the cord and said I, that would be a whooping is like if I would hit you with this. He, he, and but, I thought what he was going to say was, oh, shit. No, yeah, yeah, I thought he was gonna apparently be, that's his favorite line. I, I thought that's, he, his, that's his go-to. Bro, I thought he was going to freak out. And it, but when I showed him, he's like, oh, that wouldn't hurt. I said, so oh, you think a, so? So he's like, <laughs> he put his Phil, he put his hand up, like, hit me with it. Let me see. Yeah. And that's what got me mad. I'm like, you, you asking for it. So I hit him with it. And he was like, oh, that didn't hurt. So I, as a comedian... So you don't mad. ever think that these are just his catchphrases? That didn't hurt. Would you Would you whoop Kevin Hart for saying, all right, all right, all right? Nah, he so you can't whoop little man for saying, oh, shit. Nah, that's, that's, that's not his catchphrase. That's his catchphrase. Nah. Dino mine. Nah, he, he ain't never said it nah. any other time. Oh, shit. Well, <laughs> what if 
30-something years from now, when you're old in the nursing home, he's a comedian because he follows in your footsteps. Uh-huh. And on all the T-shirts, he get the whole country saying, oh, shit. <laughs> That'd be good. I'm like, I, well, you know what? Then I'll take credit. Uh, take credit. And, and his closing joke is just this long-winded story about how his daddy disciplined him for saying, oh, shit, one time in class. And he goes, and he says some real smart-ass shit like, don't ever let nobody stop you from your dreams. And then he just <laughs> drops the mic. <laughs> and then the whole crowd says, he goes, say it with me. Oh, shit. <laughs> like I said, I got a, I got a blind, like, yo, when he's 12, you want to do it? I'm, I'm like, fine, but you don't cuss in front of your mother, and we're good. Mm-hmm. But, like, so he's like, yo, the USB wouldn't hurt. So it's like, you want me to hit you with it? So yeah. I hit him with it and I couldn't get a good angle because I really was mad, but I hit him with it and he's like, oh, that didn't hurt. And I was just okay. like, mm. Yikes. So now we get home and I'm pissed. I'm like, I, I got to do something because he told me he wasn't going to do it. And so, you know, gave him a couple of pinches and said, you got to stop this. Took away the YouTube, took away the TV. Uh-oh. They yeah. go crazy without that, I've heard. Yeah. No, I was just like, and I'm like, yo, I said, yo, what word is this? What word, daddy? The word that you put here, you put the stars. I don't know that word, daddy. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I'm just. Yeah, you got to tell better lies. I'm like, yeah. hey, somebody took my paper, yeah, dog. Yeah, you don't know, he don't know the word. I don't even sudden. know what you're talking oh, about, dog. Don't, don't get, don't, don't lose, don't get amnesia on me now. Like, you wrote it, and then you put the stars there. What word was that? Oh, there? man. <laughs> But he didn't color over it good no, enough. No, he did. He just erased it and put the stars. But you, you can't censor your... You wrote the word. He's probably showing it to other people. He can't. If the kids think it's funny. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay. I made him spell it out. Each letter. You spell it out. He spells it out. What does that word say? He was like, shit. And I was like, I'm trying not to laugh. Because he don't even sound right saying it. Yeah. But what does that word say? He doesn't know what it means. No, no, but yeah. But he just knows y'all react. And yeah. honestly, I think y'all are kind of giving him the reaction he's looking no, for. No, no, no. He didn't want that reaction. I got on that no. ass. <laughs> I got on that ass. And he was like, all right, I'm sorry, Dad. I said, I want to hear I'm sorry. y'all leave the room, he'd probably be cracking up laughing. Like, I got that. <laughs> I got him again. No, he, he, had some, he, had some, he had some tears coming down. I don't know if he's okay, laughing at that. Okay, he had a few tears. All right. I had to get on his ass, but... Said, uh, as a as a former class, I wouldn't say I was a class clown, but I was definitely a cut up. Boy. I know that. So got a lot of as as that. I just, anytime I hear these, it's just like oh, like and when you think when you think about all the deviancy and the whatever that the world yeah, is I mean, now. I'm saying I didn't want to do it. Scale, you go. I mean, he could have bought a gun. You're right, bro. I didn't want to do it, but I had to. It was on principle. Nah, nah, you nah, said nah. you wasn't gonna do this again. You did it. And now you're trying to cover it up. So I made him write it out. What does that say? What, what does time, that say? Might be time for them whoopings. Nah, I can't do that yet. Only thing them kids respect. Like he, Phil, he wrote it out. He spelled it. He could spell it good. Yeah, we watched the Nephew Tommy special, and we was dying laughing because Tommy had an ass-whooping chart. <laughs> Which, you know, they perform for them church crowds, and that's all them people love. You know, yeah. spare the rod, spare yeah, the, the child. child. yeah, yeah. But we just couldn't believe. We were like, how has CPS not arrested Nephew Tommy and his spinning like a, you know what I mean? A, yeah, yeah, like a fortune, wheel yeah. of fortune, but it was an ass whooping charter. Like, I think one hand picked like the weapon and the other hand picked the room. It was like, clue, 
but for ass whoopings. <laughs> you know, it was mama in the belt with the belt in the dungeon. Or or mama with the extension cord in the kitchen. Yeah. But um so yo, I made him spell it out and then I was like, what is that word? He said, shit. I said, cool. What does it mean? Silence. Okay. Oh, no, 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 don't get quiet now. What does that <laughs> word mean? I don't know, Daddy. So why are you using it? If you know what it meant, you using it. Cool. <laughs> Who taught you that word? And he dropped his classmate's name. She did. I, so she taught you this word? Yes. Why are you what? saying it? Because I thought it was cool. Ooh. I was like, you thought it was cool? How about this? Is this cool now? And, you know, I gave, like, well, is that cool? Do you like it? Where your friend who taught you that word? Is she here? No. Oh, so you the only one, you know. Okay. I was, I was Speaking so of mad. snitching. It was cool, daddy. I was just what? listening listening to some of the Young Thug stuff, which. Oh, wow. You know, the whole YSL indictments for those of you listening who, if anybody's keeping up, you go, man. They are using, you know, the lyrics against you that I think is. I think that's a little unfair. It's entertainment. That's like using an actor's role yes. against them. Well, like, Denzel, you played a gangster in American Gangs. You played Frank right. White. You're, you're, you're Frank Lucas, you're capable of slapping It feels really nasty, and I'm going to have to do the research because I always thought using lyrics against people was not a thing you could do. And I thought that was on the books because, like you're saying, it's art that well, they, you can, you can't you use. You know, well, Heath Ledger, you played the Joker, or who's my guy that played him now, Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix. Phoenix? You played yeah. the Joker where you went around shooting people. I think they recently made a law about not being able to use someone's lyrics, which is maybe it's a crazy. state by state thing. But no, they can in this case. Maybe so in Georgia, That's crazy. they can. And uh, Young Thug and Gunna have a song entitled. Uh oh. Take it to trial. So I just want to just Can I take hear the lyrics. Just Give me take a moment. It's not good. Give me some bars. I just want to take a moment to say to any young up and coming rappers, if you out there listening, just do not just just balance the thing out. If you if if you can, just make a few songs that 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 your lawyer can use in your defense. Mm-hmm. Because take it to trial can't be used in your defense mm-hmm. at all. So make a law-abiding citizen, maybe as a song. Maybe. I walk old ladies across the street. There you go. And you can even abbreviate it mm-hmm. so it sound hard. I, uh, walk old ladies, W-O-L-A-C. Mm-hmm. And you can do the dots. Like you ain't know. You know, you know that one by Rocco? That's right. That's the one you Rick Ross know. got in trouble yeah, for. for saying said, some yeah, because he said, yeah, okay. Said he slipped something in somebody's drink and they was like, give us that Reebok deal. Give us the this <laughs> deal and the that deal. We'll let you keep Wingstop because it's poison in the hood. One chicken wing at a time. Yeah, it's, but yeah. I, it's irony to me because I remember that happened to Ludacris with uh, Bill O'Reilly. Oh, you yeah. remember Ludacris was big was, with, I with feel Pepsi? Like that was fair. It wasn't. And Ludacris was big with Pepsi, and then Bill O'Reilly was like, "Well, he talks about women." And Bill O'Reilly got in trouble, says, for and he lost his job. Harassment all them years job. later. So it's like Luda doing movies. Come so. on, man. So yeah, I, I don't like that, but yeah, this take it to trial is just like flagrant that you go. And they ain't even, you know, they got a solid case from what they saying as far as actual evidence. But then you go, you go, yo, 
I mean. <laughs> I think a lot of them just want to take down the big fish. They're like, oh, we can take down this rapper that's well known. And just, you know, I don't, I, they probably don't have anything on Young Fucking Gunner, but because they're the face of this organization. Yeah. Then they, they have to, you know, pull them down. Well, that's the thing in any song you listen to now. I put some money on your head. No. <laughs> Don't say, Don't say so that. when you've said that five million times, you know, people, I think both the audience and the jury, mm-hmm. because the jury really is a part of the audience, and obviously they're supposed to get everybody out of there that doesn't, that knows of you, but at a certain point, it's like it's a trial in Atlanta. What 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 happened to rappers not snitching on themselves? When, I mean, I used to listen to hip hop. Rappers would talk about what happened in the hood, but they wouldn't mention names or, or they would at least change names. Yeah, would change names. But now these rappers talk about, yeah, I was in the trap with this guy, and I went up in there, took everything he had, including his hat, you know, and just they they put it all on tape. And I'm like, I thought y'all didn't snitch. Oh, oh, what you got? <laughs> lyrics of that Some band, of the huh? lyrics of Take It to Trial, folks. Give me the first verse. Give me the first verse. No, 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 no. We just gonna get right into the thick of it. The incriminating stuff? All right, give me. <laughs> Not bad, huh? <laughs> it's bad. Mm. They're gonna play it in the court, too. <laughs> it's bad. What was that For one? For slime. That's your first time? Comma. For real, ad lib, yeah. Four slimes, you know I kill. Yeah, yeah. Baby, good night, my dear. Trial on them, beat it twice. State I'm undefeated. Like, fans came and snatched me. I don't know. No point in asking. I was on Bleveland, stuck like a magnet. Bitch ass nigga, I shoot at your mammy. <laughs> oh man, what are y'all doing? Brothers, please. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna try to finish this verse. Need uh, to stand down if you can't stand me. Farce. I don't turn down. I up my stamina. Uh, Take it to trial. Uh, Come on, get a appeal. Take it to trial. Uh, yeah, you gonna whack them? Mm. No back and forth. We don't tongue uh-huh. wrestle. Uh-huh. I pay for that casket. That's just if we whack them. Uh. Brothers, I, I, I. just, they, just. Bro, they're gonna, they're gonna play this at the trial. They do, gonna we, play it. do follow the Will Smith plan. Re, every, y'all remaking everybody's songs but his. <laughs> what? And first off, if you're going to take it to trial, everybody know Mr. Biggs did this song better. Mr. Biggs. Everybody remember Mr. Biggs mm-hmm. take it Ronald to trial. Isley. Get your three white people to take the shit to trial. No. It's Mr. Biggs take it to trial from Florida. Oh, excuse me. Mr. Biggs take it to trial. Yeah, they should redo uh, Will Smith's songs. Parents just don't understand. Uh, Girls ain't nothing but trouble. Uh, ain't nobody remake that. Getting jiggy with it. That's what you want your lawyer to play in court. Nah, 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 nah. 
Can you imagine that play taking the trial and look over at Thug and he's got on his suit trying to like and his hair in a ponytail like, like Will Smith, you can't glasses. You like, can't really put bring him in the court and throw his lyrics at him. What is the lyrics? Summer, summer, summertime. Yeah, yeah, you with it. Uh, summertime. Or Miami. You Welcome just sit to back and unwind. Even the even the judge be standing up like, yeah. yeah put your hands hey, up. Hey, this shit kinda nice. Do some old school shit. Throw your hands in the air. Wave them like you just don't care. That's funny. What is, what is this shit? Brothers in the back playing ball. Yeah. Uh, do some outcasts. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Child support is real. Do some of that shit. <laughs> Child support is real. I don't know what y'all do. Hold on, I got it. Don't do none of that that y'all been doing. Take it to trial. I pay for the casket. That's right. I'm a bastard. Like what? Yeah, here we go. Here it is. The groove slightly transformed. Just a little bit of a break from the norm. Just a little something to break monotony. Come on, man. We, we, you looking this up? We know this by heart. Okay, I just wanted to summertime, read it out. Still probably the greatest song about the summertime. She turn around and see what you be been at. It's nothing yeah. you can lose. Like a natural against Will yeah. Smith. Learn something from Will Smith, people. Don't put nothing on record they could use against. And what's crazy is even like a biggie. I feel like that all of his crack rhymes was past tense. Yeah, he was. Even when he yeah. talked murder, it was in the form of like a character. Yeah. You know, he would go, Frank White. And you go, oh, the character from King of New York? Yeah. Oh, okay, this is a Frank White yeah, he, song. Well, he'd be like lyrically Frank White. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm get, playing get, the role. Yeah. This is me if I was a character in a movie. Yeah, one of These my, new guys are practically oh, scream before, no the, before the beats start. Ain't no character. This me, nickel. I'll be and in the streets. This, this is me. I mean. real. And this ain't thug, neither. This, this is you, Jermaine... Jackson, nigga, it's me. You know who does that? That, like I saw, and I was like concerned. You know who Black Youngster is? Yes. So he's from Mississippi, y'all, right? So I remember I was watching this. Memphis. Mem- he's a rapper Mem- from Mem- Memphis. Mem- I think he was in Memphis. My bad. Um, he Home went- of First 48. There you go. Oh, my God. Well, you know how this ends. Oh, yeah. We went, he, uh, Vice was following him. He went back to visit his grandma. And so he don't got security. He just got his boys, and he gave them all guns. And Right before he goes in the house, he says to them, look, y'all, I'm going to visit my nanny. Anybody get here, get too close, shoot first, ask questions later. I'm like, you can't tell somebody. That, what if it's the mailman? You going to shoot the mailman? <laughs> you got these two untrained guys. Like, one, they're wearing skinny jeans and hoodies with a NASA on it. I'm like, they're not, they're not security. You trust them to, to shoot? And he, he coming out there with guns. I'm like, and, you know, he's one of them rappers that, you know, he don't put his money in the bank. He, he put it on Instagram videos. To his ear like a cell phone. That that's that black youngster. He be the type to end up in a, in, a, in a situation like what Thugger's in right now. Y'all gonna have to take this shit back to the Sugar Hill Gang where it started. I said a hip, a hop, a hip, a hip, hip hopper. You don't stop. <laughs> they play the music in the court. They they can't get nothing. That best people are dancing, but you some of this shit is too real. It's too graphic. Take it to trial. Come. I'll pay for the casket. <laughs> Brother, man, listen. Yeah. You're supposed to have insurance. That's first off. Life insurance. Okay. You ain't supposed to have to pay no. You paying cash for somebody's casket, this is already an indication 
yeah. of the type of life that they lived. And it wasn't a secure or safe life. So, yeah, for the rappers, just to fucking do better. I have a problem believing... I'm sick of it. I have a problem believing the Young Thug is a gangster anyway, man. You see some of the skirts he wears? Where do you put... Hey, now. Skirts and purses. A lot of place to hide a gun. Now. I mean, I saw the episode of the Boondocks. Riley had a... What did he call it? <laughs> His skirt, he opened up and it had like a, a camouflage... Uh, well, they always try to... Um, they always try to add the word man or change the first letter to an M. So that instead of a person, they'll call it a Merce. Yeah, something like that. Um, I'm trying to find out what the or name... Or a man bun that you go, hey man, who you trying to convince? Just call it a bun. You don't got to keep throwing man in there to imply like... You, you don't got to win me over. You don't got to convince me that you're still a man. A bun is a bun. Mm-hmm. No matter who it's on. A like. <laughs> You know, so yeah, uh, <laughs> and uh, mantis, which you know, male, males who wear underwear that women will be like, you're a lot and got the mantis. You know, that, he that's, gave that's me the mantis. That's the high cut, them little high cut European cut briefs. Which speaking of which, yes. uh, the hot topic this week has been uh, the hoochie daddy shorts. Have you seen any discussion of the hoochie daddy shorts? I have not, but there's a neighbor, there's a person in my neighborhood who does wear them, and he's worn them before, and they, they started calling it Hoochie Daddy shorts, and you just, what is he So what, what, what is appropriate amount of length for a man's shorts, would we say? I guess it's subjective, but for my... I'll just you can speak. use the kneecap as a measure, because right. all men are different well, heights. I, but but, but that's what I'm saying, for, for my comfort level... It it can't be more than an inch or two above the knee. Anything like inch with, or two above the knee, right? If we talking anything higher than that, then we going back to the seventies when you used to wear them poom poom shorts and to play basketball. Funny thing that people are always act like what we talk about is new. Like even the whole trans argument that I always joke that nigga, this is androgyny. What the fuck was Boy George of like androgynous? This is yeah. androgyny all over again. Like, so your parents are just staring at you of like pronouns. You yeah, ain't, motherfucker, you ain't showing me nothing new. You ain't special. Well, so they, anyway, they just didn't have they didn't they didn't have the name for it back then. Cause, but when Boy well, George well, was doing that, androgyny. Yeah, you but didn't know what people were. Yeah, but no, it's okay. Nobody thought it was weird when George was doing it. It was just like, oh, he likes to wear makeup. Eh, that's really strange. Jones, and so yeah, it was blurring the lines, and that's all we're doing now is blurring the lines. Yeah, you know, so. Uh, you know, back to these shorts. Pum pum shorts. That it's a return to, because I think, uh, what's the old head name? Isaac Hayes, I believe. No, because Isaac Hayes been gone for a couple of years. years. Yeah, yeah. One of these old heads posted a picture of them in some real little shorts. Steve Harvey. And was like, we've been doing that. Steve Harvey. What the hell is a hoochie daddy short? And you go, yeah, you know, in the 80s, everybody wore short shorts. They did with long socks. I did. Long socks. I did. Right. I ain't got no pictures with no, them shorts. No, You ain't never. Not even one. Listen, if I make it big as an actor, you there's no blackmail pictures out there of me. You are not going to blackmail me. Oh, look at. Look, oh, that's your hero? Look what he's wearing here. You can see his crack and you can see his nuts in the front. Thanks. <laughs> I'm not wearing no pum pum shorts. And it's, but so anyway, this he game. Them poom poom shorts. Those are poom poom shorts. <laughs> he said that we're not rebranding those. No, no Hoochie, whatever. Ooh, poom poom shorts. 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 There's a guy. I, I ain't gonna lie. He wears uh, that. He's I'll proud, bro. He walk around. The funny thing is, 
they're, they're not, the Pum Pum shorts are not functional. Because he'll have his phone and his wallet in his hand. I'm like, you should put that in your pocket. I ain't got no space. Who is really? this guy? Is he, is it's he a neighbor. Black, white. He black. Black. He don't give a... Is he... Is he on the spectrum? He, he's... He may be. I don't know. I never asked. He's the shorts you describing are very short. I don't, I, I don't talk to him like that. Like, he's just... In the air. I've never spoken to him, but I just knew that... The shorts were short because you could see they were short, one. And two, he's carrying all his personal stuff in his hand. Most people would just put it in their pocket. But oh, looking wow. at shorts, okay. there's no space. Yeah, because women a lot of times are carrying stuff in their hands because they don't have pockets. Right, and there's no space. One them. girl said, you know, we don't have pockets because we're not supposed to pay for things. And I said, get her, get her out of here. Because <laughs> that's too good of a reason. <laughs> but... <laughs> That's a pretty good reason. Got to give her credit where credit is due. That is, I get, I give her credit. I'm like, I'll buy you a drink. You do look at girls sometimes. And you go, what are you? How have you made it thirty some years? No pockets. With no pocket. That should be a movie like Twelve Years a Slave. Mm-hmm. Thirty years, no pockets. Anyway, shouts out to the women, beautiful mm-hmm. ladies, and then and the not beautiful ones too. Out here with no motherfucking pockets. That's crazy. Anyway, that's why they wear those shorts. It's a it, you ju- you see, Phil, you just you just cracked the code. What? If they don't wear shorts. If they wear the shorts, they don't got pay for nothing. Because you can clearly tell they ain't got no wallet. Where your wallet? Ah, I don't have no pocket, so I, I couldn't bring it. Oh, really? Now you gotta pay for them. Is it see? Ah, it's all a trap. It's a trap. I feel like they might have done that on purpose. That's right. That that, that wasn't the patriarchy. I can't carry miss. I don't I have too much stuff. I can't carry I don't yeah. got no no shorts, that no wasn't pockets. The patriarchy's fault at all. Mm-hmm. So let let's so how far above the knee would you say shorts are allowable before it's like, Hey sir, we're no longer responsible for what happens to you. You shouldn't have been dressed that way. I say up to three to Four inches tops. Four inches. Anything five, that's half a foot. Five inches is half so a foot. After five, hey, hey, sir, you belong to the street. Pull those now, shorts down. Now, whatever happens, happens. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're on your own. We're no longer allowed to protect you, sir. I'm speaking only of the men. Because exactly. I don't want the women listening and going, hey. Nah, these are just jokes. I don't mind. I don't mind if there's a woman wearing short slot short because I've seen one coming up here and I was like, that looks. Well, that none looks of us mind. That's the whole point of mm-hmm. what we say that that men aren't supposed that we go, you know, especially for us coming from the N one era, which there's a documentary I gotta watch the thirty for thirty on N one, where shorts were, yeah. you know, there's a picture of T J Ford, a great meme of like T J Ford in in the NBA. T J Ford was a former NBA player for mm-hmm. those of you listening. But his shorts are almost bigger than him. Mm-hmm. Dumb long. You know, this is uh probably two thousand and six in the league. Headband too, right? It, nah, but but he's got these huge shorts on. And it's just almost laughable. The shorts are almost bigger than him. And you're like how are you even dribbling the ball between your legs? So, Bro, that was the style. So, if you notice, now the NBA players are wearing them somewhat shorter. Mm-hmm. More like more of, like, again, a return to the Magic Johnson days where they pretty much wore what we you know as coochie cutters. Where, you know, which is actually more effective for basketball. The WNBA players are wearing those, too. The coochie cutters. I mean, well, yeah, but women have always worn short shorts. Mm -hmm. But like I said, we as black men for a long time were extra baggy. 
Yeah. You know, we just recently started skinny jeans, and now we're like, all right, man, let's tighten up the shorts, too, and get them shorter. Hey, don't so. forget, they got the men wearing the, um, the onesies. What do you call those? I don't know nothing about The male that. onesies? The rompers? The rompers, Back thank in, you. Yeah, yeah. The male rompers. The, that was the, which I always think is funny because, you know, women get into, don't comment on our bodies or what we wear on them. A woman we can wear, and then the second day, hoochie daddy shorts. Oh, what y'all doing? Y'all must be gay. And you go, hold up. Uh, wait, what y'all doing? If y'all gonna do that, then y'all better hit leg day. <laughs> and you go, oh, so you comment on our bodies. But I, you, you, wasn't you just saying not a comment on yours? Mm-hmm. Y'all better have on some lotion. <laughs> We're not allowed to say that to them. So, yeah, it's just funny because it's just like, wait, I thought, oh, okay. So, we're not allowed to comment on your body, but no one comments on our body Mm -hmm. like you do. No one comments on anybody's body like you do. The truth is, they got something called dad bod. Y'all all know what dad bod is. You ever heard of mom bod? No, you haven't. You know yeah, why? They, 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 hold on, they they talk about that. They got mom body. You sure? They got milfs. Milfs is a compliment. Milf is a compliment. Dad bod is a compliment. No, it's not. I mean, maybe if you taking it wrong, you saying dad bod is a compliment. Women will be like dad bod, totally hot. Like I see tweets. Listeners, can you let us know? Tweet us right now if you think. Calling someone, telling someone they have a dad bod is a compliment. Can you at Phil Hunt and I am Phil Hunt on Twitter or I, at me, the Avery Mason, and let us know? All depends on her relationship with her dad. If it's good, it's a compliment. Huh. If it's bad, if she don't like her dad, then get the fuck away from her then. Like, you have dad bod vibes. It's all the same, so. Yeah, yeah I think. Women are going to have to start doing the fingertip test. You remember the fingertip test? No, break it down for me. When to I was growing up in the southern south of South Georgia, going to Hey Hiram, hey Hiram Middle School. Baldasta. I was out to Hey Hiram Middle School. Anyway, the girls, and I mean, I say only say the girls, because what man would dare wear short shorts in the 90s? Um, the girls, they... Because there were some girls who would start to get their curves and was mm-hmm. real curved, you know what I mean? Put on them shorts. They started a rule where you had two fingertips. So if you, if your fingertips, if your shorts didn't go past your fingertips, mm-hmm. then they would send you home. Mm-hmm. And it was a couple of girls who got sent home that, like, and, and you talk about your son passing notes and stuff that. Going back to back in the day that, you know, 1997, 98-ish, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it got around the school, but Muffs would be like, Hey, guess who done came down here some little ass short, bro? You got to see that ass, nigga. Mm-hmm. And you'd be like, who? And they'd be like, nigga, old girl that you got a crush on. And you'd be like, Monica, the one with the short hair? Oh, hell yeah. Boy, they finna send her home. So you gotta hurry up and go by the office to see that ass. And you'll come by the office and hope she stand up. Nope, she's sitting there waiting on her mama to pick her up. Because she done came down here with some shorts. 
that her fingertips go past. Now, the tricky part is, and I'm sure most of the ladies listening know that, you know, middle school, your body's not fully developed, your arms might be just long. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> your legs might be long. Long fingers. You know, but <laughs> that was the thing, you know. And they would try to, I don't know what they were trying to preserve, but like I said, it was mostly for the girls because what guy would come out to school with some little ass? Oh no, they just like why? Why they ever roast his ass? Because guys don't oh, care. Yeah, yeah. Because come to school, come to school, your ass and roast Everything is extra baggy for men. So, mm-hmm. so no, you didn't come Big with t-shirts. no short shorts. And they go, hey, you got to take your ass home out here in them damn speedos. Mm-hmm. But, what are you wearing? Yeah, huh? a couple of girls. It, it was rare because. And it was funny, like, certain teachers, the older they were, like, they were known for, like, doing that to girls. And, like, mm-hmm. stand up, put your fingertips at your side. And it's like, you know, old conservatism or, what did I say, conservatism? Yeah, I said that right. Is that a word? Well, conservatives, so, yeah, because they're conservatory or mm-hmm. conservatism. I got some room for that. That, you know, these old southern Christian people. Mm-hmm. You out here with your butt cheeks out, you know. I got sent home for that. I was a cat. Sent home for what? Wearing two short shorts. Nigga, damn. Can the girls have anything? No, no, let me explain. So you've been a hoochie daddy. I was. Tell your hoochie daddy tale. I used to be a camp counselor at this day camp, and (laughs) we we would go. So already fun. Camp counselor. We go swimming. So I had these shorts I used to like to wear. I mean, they weren't meant for swimming, but. You know, I didn't, <laughs> they weren't meant for swimming. They were sweatshorts. Oh man! Uh, they were sweatshorts, and um, it was all I had, so I would wear them to go swimming. And for a while, nobody said nothing to me. Then one day, the the lead staffer comes over and he says, uh, "I gotta talk to you. What's up? Um, it's about your shorts, your swim shorts." <laughs> Now, this was a guy or a girl? This was a guy. Extra funny. Yeah. Because he hesitated. He was like, I got to talk to you. He said, hey, brother, these shorts are turning me on. No, no, You got to get the fuck up out of here. I think I was 16 at the time. And I had just come out the pool. He said, I need to talk to you. I said, what's up? He said, yeah, dude, your shorts. And he's looking at him. He's just smiling. I'm like, what's wrong with my shorts? He's like, they're showing a little too much. What do you no, mean? Hold on. How old about were you and how old was this guy? I must have been 16. I think this guy was probably probably in his... Oh, so you were young. Yeah, it was high like, school. Is, oh, in high school. Yeah, and the, the, lead, the lead counselor... So I think it wasn't he, re- nothing to do with religion mm-hmm. or... Because I was going to say they're extra, you know, that. So, I think like he I'm was saying, in the South, it was a lot of religious people, so... And I mean, even if you didn't go to a religious school, I didn't go to a Catholic school or nothing, but mm-hmm. that was kind of where that stemmed from of like which the one thing women say that is true is you're gonna be attracted to my body no matter what i wear and that's true you know? yeah 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 you could see you know megan markle in the most beautiful whatever gown is conservative but you look at her and go she fine than a motherfucker yeah she is you know, and, but, um, and whoever else, Niecy Nash, that it's mm, like yeah. you trying to hide them curves, mm-hmm. man. Impossible. 
she could wear a potato sack. So make it look good. The shorts is just like, eh, she's probably just trying to stay cool like the rest of us. I was just trying to swim. And I was 16 and the guy, the lead counselor was in his late 20s. Mm-hmm. He was just like, yeah, I got to talk to you about your shorts. I'm like, my shorts? I'm like, what's wrong with my shorts? He's like, yeah. That's funny. He's like. <laughs> he said you showing too much, dog. He said too much. He's like, I, I'm getting good. I, I, I didn't think about it, I, but I guess that people were seeing too much of the twig and berries is what he said. <laughs> and he was smiling while he said it. You can tell he didn't want to say that to me about I mean, it. But you didn't have no drawers some... on underneath. No, no you can't you wear drawers. You sweat shorts. You yeah. Nasty <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, actual swim trunks have a little, like, yeah. thing. To contain the twig and berries, as you call yeah, it. Yeah, I, I didn't think about that, but he was but like... But when you just got on sweatshorts, yeah, you flipping and flopping, but, dog. You but free balling. the sweatshorts were short and they were tight. They didn't go up to my knee. They went halfway up my leg. So I figured they was tight enough to where nobody could see nothing. <laughs> now I'm free. <laughs> free balling. <laughs> free balling. I'm Free the, only, the only problem was when you would get oh, out. My God. When you got out the water, the water would it was heavy in the shorts. Like the, the shorts would soak up the water. So when you would come out the water, the shorts would come down a little bit. <laughs> and I think that's what he was. That was what the problem. You was. remember the Martin special where he said the uh, Martin special on uh, what is it called? You so crazy. Yeah. Classic stand up special for those of you listening. Martin. There's a part in there where Martin talked about going swimming with his boy. And, you know, when people get high, they tell you anything. Mm-hmm. Hey, Ma, I don't want to say, when we were a little boy, we used to go swimming. Remember you used to have them little shorts? Oh, man, and you would come up out of that water and water would be glistening all over your body. <laughs> That's what you made me think of. The water would just be glistening all over your body. And then Mark goes, what you saying, you saying, bro? I'm just saying, what you saying? the water was glistening all over your body. You know body. what I'm saying? No, I know. What is you saying? <laughs> so, in short, that's what your camp counselor told you. That water is glistening all over your body. Dog, I didn't even think about it. I got so embarrassed Like after I thought about it. Like, all That's funny as fuck. Saw my booty or whatever it was. Nobody said nothing. Because <laughs> this shit, he didn't have this conversation. They so, paid you for the day. They did, but I'm saying they didn't, they didn't, this, he yeah. didn't, t- this didn't happen until damn near the end of the camp season. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I went this whole season wearing these shorts <laughs> thinking it was okay. <laughs> Nobody said nothing. Nobody was like, yo, bro, hey, yo, hey, yo. It been bothering him all year. He finally said something, and I, I went and got some shorts to buy. He said, I wish this was Camp Crystal Lake. I wish the man in the Hosky mask would, because, you know, Jason hated anybody that had sex. Oh, they did. He killed him. Because they was, he drowned because two camp counselors was yeah, he doing was it. getting it on instead of watching them in the water. So yeah. Jason... Jason was... Uh, he drowned. Jason uh, appreciated those who were abstinent. Mm-hmm. And those who were strong-willed, you know. A.C. Hmm. Green and others. <laughs> Other virgins. A.C. <laughs> Green would have definitely survived Camp Crystal Lake. Yeah, you was out here with, with the water glistening all over your ball. I was. So you was in front of kids in these? Yeah, but like I said... <laughs> I didn't think nothing of it. I'm like, nobody said that. So I'm like, all right, this is, I can wear these. I, ain't, I didn't have the money to buy some other swim shorts. So I just wore what I had. Oh, man, that's extremely funny, people. See, they'll watch up and tell stories. Because, like, I just never know sometimes that 
that I'm sitting in front of a nigga who has been sent home because he had on the goddamn hoochie daddy shorts. They were comfortable. Been a hoochie daddy since way back. They were huh? comfortable, and you couldn't see nothing. You couldn't see them, but I guess when you get your legs up, they the whole. <laughs> yeah. He was like, "You gotta go home and change that." Now, oh man, that's funny. So you went home and came back. Yeah, it was early enough in the day, but I was just embarrassed because I've been wearing them shorts the whole summer. Nobody said that. <laughs> Take them home, dry them out. Put them back I'm just thinking that there's some kids somewhere who's been seeing your balls <laughs> and just, they hate you. Until <laughs> to this day, when somebody got on some little shorts, they go, what did they call you at the camp? Sweatshorts. What did they call you at the camp? What do you mean what they called me? My like, name? what was your name that the kids called you? Mr. or... No, they just called me, uh, you know, my first name. <laughs> sure. I'm thinking listen. all the little boys, when they see somebody in some short shorts, go, he got on them Kevins. Oh. He got on them goddamn Avery Masons. <laughs> hey, he got on the Avery. He got on them Al. goddamn Avery Masons. He got on the Avery Masons. Go ahead. Nigga used to terrorize all of us with them sweatshirts. Mm. Oh, we running low here. Let me, um, we didn't get to this on the catch up. Uh, so also in the news, um, Amber Heard. Oh, first of all, uh, damn, we just started talking. I didn't even talk. Get to this. Happy Memorial Day. Hope y'all enjoyed it. I don't know what you did, Phil. I ain't do nothing. I know what I didn't do. Get kicked out of camp oh, wearing some little ass shorts. See, this is why you can't. <laughs> this is why you can't tell your boys nothing because I just never what this, knew. Bro, with this podcast, knew. I never knew a guy who got sent home. I got home. Which I'm gonna have to ask my boys <laughs> in all our days of doing the fingertips test. Did any guys actually get sent home? Which, by the way, it's Mari's last season, mm-hmm. which is crazy because they finna take away abortions too. <laughs> but if you actually watch a lot of episodes of Mari where they'll be like, my boyfriend's over controlling. The boyfriend in the thing will be like, the woman will like be like halfway crying mm-hmm. and be like, he, he would. He would check my outfit before I left. He would do the fingertip test. So the fingertip test is notorious. Mm-hmm. I might do it. And then they would kind of stand up. Well, what's the fingertip test? I, Mari, I make her put her hand to the side. And if it come down lower, I think it might just be a thing in the south. Mm-hmm. The fingertips test. Because obviously I told the uh, nursery rhyme we used to do on the last episode. Yes. And people was Abraham like, Lincoln. I ain't never heard that shit in my life. Not up here. So. I, you know what I wanted to tell you? What we did say was, whenever somebody was crying, we'd be like, don't cry, dry your eyes. Here come your mother with them two little guys. And it, I don't know what it meant, but later on I learned that was a Slick Rick um, verse. Okay. See, so y'all would just Mona Lisa, yeah. Your Mona Lisa. Oh, my man. Don't worry about it. I got it, man. Speaking of the fingertip test, but yeah, so Memorial Speaking Day, of the uh, fingertip test, you yes. mentioned Amber Heard earlier, and guess who can't do the fingertip test? Johnny Depp. Oh, because the crazy chick—if you didn't listen to the Jesus trial Christ. or even the highlights of the trial, because who could watch all of that? Nobody. It, it, it part of it. She revealed that she threw a bottle at some point, and it severed Johnny Depp's fingertip. So. I wanted to uh, salute Johnny Depp in winning. And, you know, as the memes have been saying, he's the first man to win an argument with a woman. 
Like 12, 12 people had to vote on who was right. That's the only thing, though. And 12, I mean, 12 people had to vote. You know, he's lost a lot, but he's getting $15 million and No, the, he's not. It, oh, okay. He's not okay, getting... Okay, we know, but just... Let us men appreciate. He's getting ten. The he's still, fact that a man hold won. Hold I don't want to break. Uh, hold on. I don't want to break your I image. No, there's details. No, no. Just, she won too. She got. Two. We know. I don't want to break. I'm just saying. But I'm she saying. didn't win. I don't know though. I don't know though. She things. got some money, but she didn't win. I don't know though. He won. Mm-hmm. They proved that she defamed him. She did. Which I hate that you know your eyes play tricks on you because you she, read. She did the thing. Even though it says Amber Heard Johnny Depp D E F A M A T I O N, you read D E F I C A T I O N, and you go defecation trial. Defecation trial. Because it was also revealed that she had shit in his bed, and <sighs> you know, and God damn it, because. I hate to always be the one to have to be the adult here, but and not here at this podcast, but just in life, because I think social media has created these extremes. Everybody's but a child. What I'm noticing is because Amber Heard wrote this this op-ed that caused all this trouble and basically got Johnny Depp fired from Pirates of the Caribbean. She defamed him, which he I lost think, all his fame. I think he was willing to let half his finger go. And, you know, his pride and his bed be shitted in. Hmm. And just call it even. And that we just went too far of like, okay, so me too, ladies, it was a necessary movement. It, 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 it got rid of some predators that it needed to get rid of from the industry and from Hollywood and different things. And even some local level shit. So great. Some women that needed to be believed and heard were heard and believed, no pun intended. Hmm. But then you have these women like her that you go, really, the women still defending her allows me to see because the first thing they'll say to me or a guy like me is, well, they didn't prove that Johnny Depp wasn't abusive. You know, he's not perfect. And you go, wait, we never said he was perfect. But what it reveals is that they don't see any difference between a man who isn't perfect and an abusive man. Yeah. That all we're saying is maybe he wasn't abusive. And then maybe if you severed his finger and shit in his bed, some shit should have happened. Yeah. That's it. What would you do if a man shit Not your saying bed? anything is right. Be, take my words like curse. Just, just think about Not somebody saying walking into your bed, right. taking down their pants and taking a dump right in your bed and coming home and you finding it. Like, why is there... Yeah. Why is there shit in the bed? And like, you can't even properly clean it because half your fucking finger missing. You know what should have happened? It should have happened the way it happened to Tiffany Haddish. She shit in her ex-boyfriend's shoe, and all he did in her, his Jordans, and all he did was chase her out. Actually, she got him to put his foot in the sneaker, which well, I thought was yeah, funny. comics, you know. I it, thought that was funny. No disrespect to Tiffany Haddish, but no, I think comedians make jokes, exaggerate. Oh, you think she exactly? Yeah, you I know, believe, I, I, I don't I wouldn't throw that. that in this pot. I believe her. I think she shit. I think Jordan. she thinks that was funny and that was something to say. That's a little disturbing that someone was shitting your sneaker, but the fact that again, she did, I think she was. Wasn't that said on stage? It was in her book. 
Okay. She, I think nah. she may have said it, but she put her in her. Mostly anytime a comedian speaking is on stage. Meaning, like, it's all with the same intent of being on stage. Believe. Believe women when they tell you what they did. I believe. <laughs> you gotta believe her, bro. You believe she ate I that believe. much corn? She found his Jordans and shit in the sneakers because she believe she ate that much corn? Nah, she shitting some pippins or something. The corn, the corn might be an exaggeration. You Jordans out when you know you're doing, being foul to women. The corn might be an exaggeration. You put your Jordans up and you lock them. She sat there. This is something. This going to be some harder ways or some. Uh, some little pennies or some, uh, give me another shoe, some Ewans. Yeah, some Ewans. And pissing in some Jordans, yeah. though. Or but, some Griffies, some Griffies. Which, and we'll continue this little rant, riffs, whatever, mm-hmm. when we get back here in a second. But, be right uh, back. Right back, go ahead. But I don't know, though. Avery Mason, Phil Hunt. Uh, at he, I am Phil Hunt on all social media. Yes, at, the Avery Mason on Twitter, Avery Mason official on Instagram, and on uh, TikTok. <laughs> And stay tuned to these messages, and we'll be right back. But I don't know, though. We don't know, though. I always want to say stay tuned. So we're going to finish up. All right. Welcome back. We're back. Uh, but I don't know, though. Avery Mason, Phil Hunt. Though Just to finish up, we were talking about, I was saying that Tiffany Haddish, in her book, admits that she found out her boyfriend cheated on her, and she went and found his favorite Jordans and took a, took a shit in the Jordans. All right. Well, in this case of the Amber Heard Johnny Jeff thing, from what I heard, that she he didn't come to her birthday party, or yeah. he showed up he showed late, up late, right before her birthday right before it was party, over. and then she took it. So again, and my grandmother used to always say, and my grandmother, you know, rest in peace, you know, was from Memphis originally, but moved up to Indianapolis, worked very hard as a hospital, you know, a nurse, a CNA, a uh, RNA. I don't know. They got all those letters. Retired as one. RNA, MDA, gotcha. Great woman. You know, she she was um, one of those women from that era, which my grandfather was from the war or whatever. Whichever war, pick a war, he fought in them. Hmm. You know, and that's from, you know, damn near being a slave or a sharecropper mm-hmm. to a war, to and had drinking issues and everything else, but you know she was a battered woman. She got rid of him, you know, pretty early on, and kept him at a distance. But he was my mother's father, so there was that of like allowing him to see her and whatnot. But she held it down, paid the bills, all that. Long story short, every day grandmother turned on the TV, Judge Joe Brown and them divorce court, and she would say. At, you know, 70-something years old with all the wisdom, men don't belong in court with no women and women don't belong in court with no men. All is fair in love and war. Yeah. Because ultimately, you know, you got a woman a lot of times in the divorce court trying to charge a man for stuff that, you know, and, and you got a man trying to charge a woman for like, well, she owes me X amount of dollars. And it's like, y'all was in love. Ain't nobody was keeping account or score. And that's the thing. It's like, we would never have to know that Amber Heard shit in that man's bed or severed his finger. We didn't need to know none of this. He could have went on, made Pirates of the Caribbean 6, but she just had to write this op-ed saying that she was a battered woman, in which I've said earlier of, you know, when I'm looking at the, the reactions online, what I'm noticing is, like I said, most women... Jump to tell the men, well, Johnny's not perfect. 
And you, uh, we never said he wasn't perfect, yeah. but just maybe he wasn't abusive. Mm-hmm. Maybe these was a, these were appropriate reactions to shit she was doing. And when I say shit she was doing, literally I mean shit. it literally, literally shit. literally shit in the bed. Um, so yeah, I, I I'm gonna agree, Phil. I just you know you have a bad relationship. When the article came out, it just came off to me. Like an angry ex trying to make her her ex look and bad. That we know this that is what he did. I'm not saying his name, but someone I used to date did this know. and just try to right. get, trying yeah, to get on someone. Someone I used to date. I'm part of the Me Too, but he was a pirate. Meanwhile, there are really women out there getting you know. Yes, getting and that's what I was saying. You know, when my grandmother and my father was from the grandfather was from the war and. She told me all sorts of types of stories about that, you know, but none of them involved her shit in his bed first. Ugh. And I know, and again, I know my grandmother wasn't a perfect woman. Uh-huh. And we know Johnny Depp wasn't a perfect man, but just ladies, just maybe we could just amicable split. Yeah, you did your just shit. Maybe I did my shit. You did you your did shit. Your I shit. did mine. Let's take our lumps and let's walk let's away. Count our losses. Don't talk like shit about me. I won't said, talk about you. All is fair in love and war. Right. That you know, yeah, you did some shit. He did some shit. Right. So if you've been under a rock, so what happened was the jury decided that um, both of them defamed each other, but her defaming was worse. His defaming was sending a text message to his lawyer about her lying, and they're like, "That's worth two million. And then he originally won like. 12 or something, but then went down to 10 because so, she got two and he got 12. So, then so ultimately, he won. So, yeah, he cancel out her too. But ultimately, you know, as the memes are saying, <laughs> first time a man won an argument against a woman. So, let the, the joke stand. And I hope the good brother Eric Benet can induct <laughs> him into the uh, male ring of honor for actually winning a case against a woman. That's funny. It never happens. It's rare. And they used her own recordings against her. Talk about it. It's funny. And, you know, at some point she kind of was like, well, stop telling people I punched you. But you did. I hit you. I didn't punch you. It was an open hand. And you go, yeah. (laughs) So you hit him. And then she goes, yeah, but stop telling people. You're acting like a bitch. Wow. It wasn't a closed hand. It was an open hand. And you go, is she a UFC fighter? Like. She knows the difference. Like, you know, did she get technically It wasn't an uppercut. It was a it was an upper region body blow. It wasn't an uppercut. <laughs> did I leave a mark? Okay then. So what you crying about? Stop crying. So Johnny Depp, take that ten million brother, get you some hoochie shorts and get back out here. Man, he ain't getting no money off of her. Uh, here you go. You gotta be that guy to like make it real. I understand that there are lawyer fees. I understand no, she ain't got no money. She broke. She ain't got no money. That's what I mean. That's why I was like when I first heard he was suing her for this. Where she got that money? She well, got that in kind that of money. case, Amber Heard, get you some hoochie mama shoes. There you go. And get out here and get to yeah, work. Get your ass on OnlyFans. Make that money back. We <laughs> <laughs> ain't got nothing nobody want to see. Do something because all she had to do, and I, like I said. He was cool. He never. I. I never knew. I Captain never Jack knew about Sparrow it. got yeah. his finger gone. He never, never talked knew about it. You, Captain Jack Sparrow, got his bed shit in. He was willing to, you know, what do they call that shit? Bury the hat. Yeah, let it go. Bygones be bygones. Bygones be bygones, and past relationships that 
Just ladies, and I, I know some of y'all, y'all both do shit, y'all do. Of course. Y'all take a lot of shit from men. I am the first person to say women are our better halves, meaning that you, you can look at all these mass shootings mm, and that. women have did none of them. L- listen. Don't say I don't know about that. She had a better half. She shat in the shit bed. She shit in the bed, which is diabolical. But nobody's dead. <laughs> 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 so again, women, without question, there are better halves. Look at all the violence in the world. Very little of it is committed by women. So again, there are better people than us in general. But in relationships, we know because we date you, you can get nasty. And sometimes, shit that, when shit is over, it's just over. And walk away. And just, you know, nobody's right or wrong. That just was what it was. So sometimes just let it be. You don't got to go write an op-ed and try to make him lose work. I didn't need to see this on my TV for two, three months. Nobody it was just, did. And I, and I mean, you say that. I'm just, like, nobody watched it. You just well, said I, 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 I like the, the hot, my favorite highlight of that trial was Johnny Depp discovering the shit in his bed and his lawyer questioning him about it. Uh, did you know it was shit? I know it was shit. How did you know it was a dog shit? Look, I know what dog shit looks like. We have a small know dog. Shit I know like. what human shit looks like. We don't have a small it's dog. It's like the shit she be eating. I know what I know. she like to eat and what she like to eat, brother. Oh, God. I know her, I know her diet. I know That's what it, her. He said, I know what a human shit looks like, an animal shit. This was human shit. Oh, Johnny was fucking with the opioids uh, and shit still. He like, get the fuck out of here, like. Yeah, yeah, she was too. She so couldn't she have been him by himself. She was too. Everybody can't be a victim. Well, but that's that's everybody's a victim. That's exactly what happened. She wanted to be a part, a part of it and have her story to be like, I I, I suffered. You. I suffered also. And, and also, like, fellas, this is a lesson for us too. So here's the lesson for fellas. I think she is 36 and Johnny Depp is like 50. No, so yeah, man. something like that. Fellas, get you, get you, get you. See, now, old ladies' bowels don't even move like that. Right? Uh, old lady really can't even take a shit in your bed. She might not take a shit all week. So get you an older woman whose bowels don't quite move as well. Hide the mucinex. You know, Not the mucinex. Metamucinex. She's working strong. See, yeah, Johnny Depp, 58, and she's 36. So he had him a woman, what, 22 years younger than him? Shit, he made we talked. We, we talked. We talked about that last week about dating women in mm-hmm. that age. This, this See, is this nah, what you get. If Johnny Depp had a, had him, what's some women from his age range names? Shit, Meryl Streep. I don't know. You know them old stereotypical lady names. See, he had him a Amber when he should have had him a, a Esther, a, a Cecile, or oh, Miranda. A Miranda. Who them old other women from? Betty. This? You gotta have a Betty. Betty's. Yeah, yeah that's about up in his range. He damn near sixty. Hell mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, Linda, Hell Rhonda. Yeah. Date you a Rhonda. Should have had him some of them women. They'd have just busted the windows out mm-hmm. of the car and kept it moving. But you got these young girls now. They write Me Too op eds on your ass. What? What was? Uh, <laughs> what was Tiger Woods' wife? What was her name? The one that busts out his back window in the side Elon, Elon, something like that. There you go. But they didn't end up in money. They didn't end up in court. At least not See, in the now bust the window. That lasts about a day or two. Yeah, until you get to the but shop. A me too op ed is for life. So mm-hmm. if you're an old man, 
this was your lesson. Get you a woman, woman around your age that she play the same games you play. That's right. She bust, not, bust out your window. She's not out there trying to get you to do TikToks Sleep with her. Sleep with a friend. That's old woman. You She's not out there trying to get you to do TikToks with her. She just, you know, yeah. you guys do things like go on yeah, cruises. Young girl puts his shit on TikTok. You got to create an account. Let me see this shit. Come on, you Hold up. How do I comment? You're not doing the dance right. <laughs> she's 22 years younger than you. Right. You got to create a TikTok account now and do a dance. Uh, that you love her. Yeah. See, yeah. You didn't do the dance. You don't love me. What? Um, I know. He was like, wait, what the fuck is a me too? She wrote a what? A op-ed. Hey, somebody logged me into a computer. <laughs> that old nigga was at the library. With his, with his glasses hey, on. Hey. With his glasses on, hey, too. Hey, like, ain't you Johnny Depp? Yeah, hold on. Turn the computer on. I need to read some shit. My reading glasses. <laughs> look at almost fuck with a woman in your age range so you can, you can fight some of the shit she's Seriously. Doing. Speaking of... Um, so, yeah. Oh, so here's something we haven't done in a while. I got a Betty White for you. It's hard to come up with these stories because, like, you got to find the articles. And a lot of times I'm not finding things. So I have found one uh, that happened recently. And I'm going to do this. This Maybe I'll change up how we do Betty White, where it's just like I'll, ask, I'll do one story and you have to guess. So I'm going to give you the details. All right. But for those, maybe this is your first episode of But I Don't Know. Can you explain what what Betty White is or uh, what, what the know, game is? We just... Uh... We we talk about a crime that happened, and then we we ask who done that. You know, if it sound like some of us, I'll probably go with yeah, man. That sound like some of us. Some of us. You may not know me and a Phil are both me and Phil hat. me and Phil both black. For those of you who can't tell, I know my voice don't sound super black, but trust me, I'm black. Cadillac, purple hat. Yeah, that's some of us. That's some of us. Some Newports on the sea. But what if they? What if it? What if they're white? What are you, what are you saying? Mm, Betty White. That's right. That's some of them, you know what I mean? So, if they other, we'll say other. This is, doing crime too. this is something that happened on June 3rd. Um, so when it comes to, and this is from uh, NBC New York. Uh, when it comes to strange in New York City, this, this one is a shoo-in. Police are searching for a man who on multiple occasions has allegedly removed the shoes off of female victims during his grand larceny <laughs> spree in Brooklyn and Queens. The first incident occurred on January 24th on Utica Ave in East Flatbush. The suspect followed a woman into the building around 9 a.m. and removed her right shoe. Then, just after 11 a.m. on February 9th, the suspect was at the Grand Army subway station where he removed a Nike sneaker off the left foot of a woman. More recently, the suspect was inside the Regal Center on Queens Boulevard in Regal Park on May 24th when he again removed the left shoe of a woman. Each of the victims was 24. Uh, the victims in the first and third incidents are different, but it was not clear if the victim in the second incident was the same as one of the others. Now, he might just be selling these shoes online. Maybe he just needs a matching pair at home. But, Phil, based on what I've told you, and I don't have a name, but I definitely have a picture, what do you think? Who's, who's stealing the left foot? Is this a disgruntled shoe employee? Who's stealing these sneakers? <laughs> Why is it always the left shoe? It, it, hey, that's what uh, I'm saying. Well, the giveaway here is that you told me where. A lot of Grand Army Plaza area. So 
I know that area. What okay. is that off Eastern Park? Right off of Eastern Parkway, Brooklyn. Come on, bro. You know uh-huh. that's some of us. I mean, but, 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 but did the Jewish people live over there too? And, no, and the black people take both shoes. We don't That's what I'm saying. Much, but there's some freaky fat foot fat. He only took shit. one shoe. He, he took a Nike. To look at the woman's foot. Is took, he taking the sock off and looking at the toes? Nah, what, well, let me ask you this. What is she doing while he's taking a shoe? Is she just staring at him like, what What are you doing? Well, what, what's happening? I mean, you know, honestly, if somebody came up and just wanted your shoe, one of them, a want for a woman that's unarmed, they just gonna go, oh, is that it? Huh. You know, so yeah, they see lifetime movies. That they go, <laughs> I'm getting off rather easy. <laughs> I guess he said, "Give me my left shoe and and jiggle my toes," and that's what I better do. So jiggle my toes, I am. He's got um, a, he's got a collection of one side shoes. Yeah, clearly, either he's a man who knows a woman with one foot, or he's got a foot fetish and he's just freaking. Sniffing shoes at night. And I've already said on multiple occasions on this podcast, I don't understand the foot fetish. I don't get it. Well, me neither, but uh, apparently this man is into it. And based upon the area of mm-hmm. Grand Army Plaza, which is off Eastern Parkway in Brooklyn, where mm-hmm. the Jamaican Haitian Trinity reside, I'm going to have to go with that some of us. You know, I hate the fact that you said because of the area. I, I wish it was more based on the evidence and the facts so white of the article. Smelling the black woman's foot. Yeah, I've seen. I've seen. Because that grandma and flies, I know who be down there. Be them Jamaican nannies. There's a library right there too. Be them Jamaican nannies downstairs. They have been working a long hours. I just, I don't want to give Phil the answer because I'm mad that he said this is based on the area. I wish it would have been so on evidence. To be a white man. All right, all right, all right. Smell all right. the sister's sweet foot. Right, it was one. Of, it was one of us. us. It was some of us. See, I knew it. <laughs> now that's a young looking brother too. So he got a like, full hairline too. Full. Yeah, hair. like when you old oh, creep shit makes sense because you go, oh, you can't find a woman willing to do what he's willing to into. When you see a young brother, it's like, bro, young brother, talk to these girls, get you a couple of dollars in your hands, you some postmate deliveries or something. You find a young girl that'll sell you her left shoe, so you can sniff it all night. You weirdo. There are weirdos because there's another comedian who told me a story about like when a male comic like pays her to look at her foot. Mm-hmm. So there's people out there who are doing this, I guess. Well, that's what but I'm saying is, you know. In the early 90s and stuff, you had to feel sorry for people because you go, well, there was no body that would let him smell his feet or, like, no woman would let him smell her feet, mm-hmm. you know, in the amount of time that he needed, so he committed a crime. But right now, you go, oh, you a dumb motherfucker, just get on any internet and type in, I have a foot fetish. Yeah. But Funny. I also have $100. Yeah. And mad girls will hit you back. And Easily. Like, I'm in your area. What you mean? And then he'll probably say some weird shit like, have you worked over 10 hours today on your feet? Uh, that's uh, when he's getting that Grand uh, Army Plaza. That's the sweaty shoes. Sweaty shoes. Down there that he like, yeah, bring it upon me, man, and all that shit. Sweaty, stinky shoes. Goomba I had a real roof boy. I like sweaty sneakers. They want the shoes to smell like it's been Mario Brothers jumping on Goombas and Turtles all day. Um, that's nasty. And yes, for those of you keeping track, that was one of us who did that crime. Um, 
the picture's on the NBC News 4 website if you think you know the guy. There's no reward, so I don't know why anyone would turn him in. Um, but if you've, if, if you've got a thing for guys that like feet and you see him, you know, maybe just say, hey, hey, you want some? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, brother, what you doing with all these left shoes? How do, shoes, they, weird ass how, does he, how do they flirt? Do they get down and women. How do they flirt with them to get down and tie their shoes? Women just coming down there with their shoes already unlaced. That's it, get down and tie it. That's how they flirt. The damn train, there's no protection down here. This weird ass man. Mm, you like this? Uh, I do. A, I do. A, I do a Boy Scout knot in mine. Some women probably into it. Put the gun away, you freak motherfucker. I was gonna let you sniff my feet anyway. Uh Crazy motherfucker, man. All right. Now. Before, Hold on, now. Did they catch him? They didn't catch him. He's still that on the loose. That's the guy. He on the loose. So, ladies. Hanging outside of Buster Brown and shit. I mean, if that's <laughs> <laughs> You know when, What you know, size are your you shoes? Yo, and see, this is outside of Foot Lockers and shit. Here's my thing. I'm about solutions. <laughs> so, let's, let's, brother, if you listening. Okay. If you're a fan of but I don't know though, hey. first off, don't tell anybody. We don't need this type of press. No. But second off, just go to like a lady footlocker. Get a job. Yes. No, there you go. Get a job Get at a, job. a lady footlocker. You can touch and you can touch all the feet. Encourage you women to try on shoes. I'll help you. And then when they don't buy them, go, oh no problem. And just stack them up in the back and on your lunch break, just go back there and just and just inhale. Yo. But feel like there's a way. Work at a bowling alley. There you go. Oh, give women oh. bowling shoes. Oh, yo, he'd be the best employee ever. Do you need help with your shoes? I can do it. Hey, hey. Whoa, whoa, whoa. on the wrong side. Sorry. Collect enough whiffs for the day <laughs> to keep your ass normal. You I, fucking weirdo. I, how many whiffs does he need before he's cool? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, you've been back there a long time with the shoes. It don't take that long. Don't you need help. Smell Amber Heard shoes. Oh man, them ain't feet. You smell a motherfucking ass. She left you a turd, Amber turd. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help myself. I had to make a fifth grade joke. Anyway, that is funny. I'll on take to it. the next one. What else? Yeah, he, he's a he's a job working at Foot Locker. Yeah, now there's a way to be that weird fucking person. Yeah, nobody would look at you like, hey, I'm try- I can help you, and then the internet just huh. offer women up. Small Not, of money you, you know what it is. He, I think he needs to be there you know, with the Japan, foot in person. He needs to be there Japan, with the foot. They, sm- they sell used women's panties. Hard pass. What? In Japan, they sell used women's panties. I learned this on Real Sex when I was like eighteen, uh, seventeen, something, something that, like that. that. Be sold. So no, that that Amer- part of America's problem is we make. Sex or discussing kinks are taboo. Mm-hmm. That is so taboo that guys like this have to commit crimes. Although I'm not excusing this man, I hope he's prosecuted to the fullest extent. But he should be able to say that's what he's into and get that. But because he's so restricted, yeah, you know by how society, you know how to let it not out. just by society. Because I don't want an excuse. Because really, like I said, in the '90s, yes. In the 2020s? No. no. You just need to be brave enough to express that. Walk into a strip club and a woman go, all I got to do is take off my shoe. Yep, I got 200. I got thousands of pairs of shoes you can smell. 
Yeah, you don't need to walk up to somebody on the money. You don't need to walk up to somebody on the street and, and just, just take is it that, off. A stripper go, is that it? A hooker? Is that all? I've been walking around Hawks Point all day. <laughs> Could have saved us some time. It is weird though to randomly walk up to women and just take their shoes and run off. But as a lot of women will say, and you know, that guys it's about power and control. Yeah, there's something so to it. There's something there's something about new with that. Power and control. Like, I've heard I'm sure this motherfucker has heard of OnlyFans just as I have. Mm-hmm. That you send a woman thirty dollars and she says, What would you like me to do? And you go, Oh no, I seen what you did with the broom, that's enough. Uh that's a real scenario. Bobby. Yeah, not that, that happened to me. That oh, was like, here. And she was like, what you, and I was like, oh, no, you've done enough. I want you to take a day off. Use the broom for the floor, not yet, not for your booty. Don't put the broom. You, I feel bad for your booty. Just put it on the floor. Let, mop the floors. I'm not judging. Grand Army it's it's just it's just weird that this guy would just go around taking the shoes. But hey, I don't know though. I ain't I ain't I don't know. Young brother, that, like, yeah, young, young. So, young. That's the one that said it is that those things, those criminal things, are about the power and the control. Clearly, because there are all types of websites now just for feet, mm. and this nigga is in Grand Army Plaza. Like you, don't move. Take your Hurry up! Oh, oh my gosh! Oh, jiggle your toes! And then he runs out the station <laughs> and what a fucking weirdo. God damn. <laughs> what happened, baby? He smelled my feet! It, did he touch you? No, he just took my shoe. Did oh. he rub them? Because I'm tired. I want mine rubbed. <laughs> There's so much money he could make doing that. Like, there's so many women who would love for him to rub their feet, but women think it's creepy. Damn their boyfriend, dude. Seriously. Yeah, to rub some feet. That's the love where we living, but uh, right, let, let, let's get to the advice real quick. Um, so every, every week we try to give y'all some helpful advice. Now, mind you, we've been drinking. I haven't told y'all yet. Uh, today's uh, special guest is Kettle One Vodka. Not sponsoring the show, but sitting in today... And sitting in our stomachs right now. Like third guest. Third guest, yeah. Good guest, too. Good guest. Good, good guest. guest. Good clean. Yeah, not too strong. I'm, I'm not feeling... Firm, but it's present. Yeah, I'm loose. I'm loose. I'm not, loose. I'm not sloppy. With... Like the shoes of women in Grand Army Club. Anyway. See, you remember this one? This Haitian one? This... No, you... I don't want to remember You don't want to remember that. Well, barely remembered it. But this... <laughs> this for later. This, okay. this for later. I got that for later. Yeah, but now nah, we ain't drinking that because that had but me. Grand Army Plaza. You're damn right. <laughs> I'm gonna get me some feet to smell. Please stop. Uh, Avery is not responsible for any loose shoes. In nah, Grand Army Plaza. I'm gonna blame Just the Haitian. Loose shorts. The Haitian apparently tight shorts. Tight shorts. <laughs> pum pum men's pum pum shorts. Okay. What you got for me? So, me and Phil, we're not experts. We just like to give advice after we've been drinking. So, if you want to take it, great. If it don't work, hey, that's why we say. But I don't know, though. But we don't know, though. We don't know. We're not experts. We we, we, we don't have a clue, though. Send your questions to us on Twitter. The Avery Mason. I I am Phil Hunt. Send us the questions and we'll answer them. We got the page coming soon. On air. Coming soon. But the first question comes to us from one of our favorite sites is dig.com. It's. Should my son and daughter-in-law have warned my wife that me... No, no. 
problems reading it's the liquor should my son and daughter-in-law have warned my wife and me that they were taking us to a clothing optional resort um, should, I say that should my son and daughter-in-law have warned my wife and me that they were taking us to a clothing optional resort? Like, mm-hmm. what? What's the na- what's the naked one? Uh, not sandals. Um, sunscape. Sunscape. Mm-hmm. No, no hedonism. Hedonism. To, uh, a nude resort. Nude, nude oh, resort. Wow. Didn't I tell them. My, my yeah. Should I have warned my in-laws that I'm taking them to? Uh, uh, yeah. When my son and daughter-in-law told us they wanted to do a family vacation, my wife and I were thrilled. We we both recently retired, and it was going to be the first time when we could go, just go off and enjoy ourselves. Um, what we didn't find out until we got to Florida was they picked out a clothing optional resort with fun for the whole family. <laughs> Our six- and four-year-old grandkids were along, as were our son's wife's parents, who seemed just fine with it, even though they, like us, didn't choose to go all natural in public. It would have been funny if we didn't spend so much time blushing, and to see our daughter-in-law and adult son in the raw was something we could have lived the rest of our lives not having to do. I know it's partially on us for not doing some homework before we signed on, but since it was a family vacation, it never crossed our minds that it would be so different, as my wife politely said. Don't you think it would have been nice of our son and his wife to give us a little warning? I can tell you I'll never trust them to make our vacation arrangements again. What do you think, Phil? I'll say that I think that you probably, if you want your in-laws to ever go anywhere with you again, you should have probably told them you were taking them to a new resort because there's nothing that says surprise in seeing a you know a penis just at breakfast. You know you get up at breakfast seven o'clock in the morning. You having your sausage eggs and links, and you look over and there's another link and it's not on your plate. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what the fuck? I would that link don't look cooked. Apparently, them kids got feels at a new resort when they seen your ass and them look great short. God, I do. See, I should have never. That's why I don't tell you nothing, man. You see, I put it behind me, man. Hey, man. They didn't like. They didn't like my sausage. In front of you, you gotta go home, brother. (laughs) Care if you tape it to the back or the front. It's time for the (laughs) tape. Shit. You didn't like. You didn't like seeing my sausage link. Them kids. Hey, listen, man. Yeah, I don't even think. You know what? I know damn well you don't take your in-laws to the new resort. They didn't say nothing. They didn't tell them nothing. They they just showed up. They're like, why are these people naked? Oh, it's clothes optional. And then you walking around naked. Why you want to be naked in front? I don't want to be naked in front of my in-laws. That, I don't want them to see that side of me. You want them to see all that? Yeah, man. Now I can see why we ain't got no. You ain't got no kids. We ain't got no grandkids, right. man. Right? You out there looking at dicks bigger than yours? It will reveal too much. Maybe I'm too insecure for a new beach, man. Nah, I just don't want to yeah, see you that. You gotta tell your in-laws. Yeah, I, you know, I propose to know the people that I'm seeing naked. In advance, and I'll pay the cover charge or whatever. But yeah, you don't just take some motherfuckers on the beach, and especially yeah, that's such a weird. I gotta know your. You must have a great relationship with your in laws, because yeah, I don't. Most in, people are kind of tiptoe around the yeah, in laws. Yeah, you're they that. Must have been your in laws for some years. Have they let you know what they're into? No. Maybe, maybe they let them know what they. Maybe there's some freaks. Maybe they was down at Grand Army Plaza. I think so. 
They were, <laughs> those guys was down there smelling feet. Waiting on the left shoe to come He, he was mad because everybody's new. They already got, they got no shoes or socks on, so there's nothing for them to take off. I want to be a beast. So every beach is like, so for people with a foot fetish that, you know. They'd be bored. They're, socks they're off. naked already. There's nothing for them they to take off. down there waiting at the beach because you're going to put your feet in that sand. You're going to get them shoes up off. <laughs> See, that's another solution for you. Just you go to the Coney Island, nigga. It's um, like four stops away from Grand Island Plaza. Ha- have you ever been to a nude beach or like a nude uh, thing? I, I did I did one once. In, really? Not, well, it, it's not a nude beach. It's, it was in the Dominican Republic. And what oh, happened was... Wow. It wasn't a nude beach, but what happened is when Europeans come to the beach, they they, they don't get naked. they get the naked, yeah. just walking around. I'm just like, why is this seventy something year old man walking around with his <laughs> junk out? And that's the thing, all the people that you you would think if if it was Instagram models at a beach, no, nope. oh yeah, let's all get naked. No, no, nope. it's it's. Grandma and Grandpa. When when I went to that beach in DR and I'm walking around, everybody who was naked looked like they they was on the Golden Girls or something. Just walking yeah, around, it they just say all old out. People just are like, like that. That's your second childhood. That if you think about your first childhood, you know, from one to age probably four, you're butt naked mostly, or or you're naked or somewhere close to it. So yeah, once but, you get in your seventies, that that's your second childhood. That yeah, you're naked. So it's all people you wouldn't want to see. Dick don't work anymore. It's not a threat. Uh, Might as well just have it out. It's floppy anyway. Yeah, I don't know. I it's don't, weird. It's, it's weird. I, at least put on some little gray shorts, right? Something. 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 Some, cause no, see, you're wearing the gray shorts. Now nobody's complaining about you not being naked. Because now you're basically you're naked. you still wearing them little ass gray shorts. Huh? I got rid of them. I got rid of them when I got home. <laughs> I didn't burn them. I just threw them away. Hilarious. I would like to think you hung them up in the rafters like an old Lakers jersey. <laughs> retired. <laughs> like, retired your shorts. Hung them up in the rafters. Yeah, right the floor. It was really yeah, something, man. It was a hell Got of me summer, through a couple man. summers. I, I terrified yeah. the children. <laughs> Some kids somewhere still waiting to press charges on your ass. I'm a predator. I'm a predator now. He was officer. He's a predator. He was wearing short shorts. Okay. Surviving Avery Mason. Oh God. Surviving. I saw him dive into the water, and then when he came out, his shorts didn't come with him. (sighs) All right. Next question, and then we gotta probably gotta get up out of here. Uh, Would it be helpful for me to encourage my alcoholic friend to have a drink with me when we go out for meals? Would it be helpful for me to encourage my alcoholic friend to have a drink with me when we go out for meals? I have an alcoholic friend who is trying to quit drinking. We go out once in a while to have lunch or dinner, and I'm wondering, would it be wise to have only one alcoholic beverage? I would think tapering off alcohol slowly and supervised would be better for him than stopping completely. I want to be helpful. Um, yeah, no, uh, encouraging your friend to drink in any way is not helpful. And the problem is you over here talking about, uh, just having one drink. That's the problem. Alcoholics, they can't just have one drink. (laughs) It's one drink and then it's one more and then it's one more. So they can have one, but they're going to have five or six ones. Because one drink constitutes of what exactly? Where does one drink end? Exactly. How much is one drink? 
you could break one big ass cup and exactly. have one long ass one drink. One long ass straw, just you know, alcoholics. They, you know, I only drink days that start with a T now. <laughs> What's that? Today, tomorrow, and the day Thursday, after tomorrow, Thursday, the Tuesday. day after that, the Saturday after the next. <laughs> so yeah, it, you could really stretch the bounds mm-hmm. with. You know, I'm gonna only have one drink. Well, what kind of drink are you having? If you sit there and mix, I ain't gonna call it even a Long Island because what's that? Six liquors with mm-hmm. Long Island vodka, gin, rum. Vodka, gin, rum. Yeah, I think you're right. No, but there's more. In the Long three, Island, three vodka, gin, rum. What's the other ones? Tequila. Yeah, tequila is definitely. You know, if, if you do that, you know, dark rum, rum, light rum. <laughs> you yeah, can get it's one drink with it six alcohols in it. Lot. So yeah, it's like what does one drink constitute? Yeah, one drink could be a lot. So yeah, dog, so you gotta. What he say? Hold on, he's gonna do what now? He wants to go. He says he wants to encourage his friend to have a drink with him when he go out for meals, like okay. one drink. One. They want to have lunch and dinner. He have one. He says he thinks it's better to taper off. It's funny that people who have never been alcoholics try to give alcoholics solutions for their problem. Mm. It's like me never having played any type of hockey and trying to tell someone how they can improve their slap shot. Well, you know, if you stop using a stick and you start using a football... So you saying only an alcoholic can help another alcoholic? Yeah, someone who got some experience. So, what was the beginning? Of this? He said his friend's drinking too much now, or...? His friend is trying to quit drinking. Oh, trying to quit I have drinking. an alcoholic friend who is trying to quit I, drinking. Actually, I think so. I think that's the way... Like I said, you know, I'm not, I, I wouldn't say I'm an alcoholic, but I have people in my family who have been. You think tapering off is the best way? But no, this is You'll what You'll never I'm quit. Saying. You never this, quit. This is what I was going to say. Tapering off. Because you're not going to, cold turkey is a, is a myth of like, only the strongest motherfucker of all time just went cold turkey. But I would say, as someone who started drinking more during the pandemic because there was nothing to do, that what's been helping me is, I, I know I want to have a drink. But just have one. Yeah. But a strong one. Yeah, that the one that last, yeah. I mean, have the motherfucker that you want to have. Don't come in here and try to like, oh, okay, I know my drink is Ciroc, but I'm going to do... Hennessy. No, because stay in the lane of vodka. Oh, you want some... Okay. If my shit is Ciroc... I'm going to do some keto. If my shit is Ciroc, I'm going to do only one shot. Nah, give me three shots, man, and that's it. But but you could go get you know what what, what would they call it a liter I guess a liter I don't know. yeah from the liquor store yeah a liter a bottle for you know twelve and you could get you know three shots for twelve two dollars a pop nah we in Harlem homie <laughs> six so you're basically drinking a half a bottle with no potential to to drink a whole meaning because mm-hmm. that's how you trick yourself nah I got this whole bottle I'm gonna just drink half. No, it'll never happen. You just get three shots. So drink the whole thing. I, I actually like that idea of you know. It doesn't work. He said tapering off. It doesn't work. But I say yeah, go go strong if you need. Like have a drink, get yourself off it. Yeah, have a one strong one and then say that's it for me for the day. No, you uh, I I don't I don't think that works, bro. But you a believer in cold nah, turkey? I I don't think cold turkey works either, but. Having a drink with a meal, you'll never stop drinking. And with you, a meal, oh, oh, that's what he's saying. Having it with a meal, you'll never that, stop drinking. You know, but because you can finish your meal, be like, oh, Europeans have a glass of red wine with each meal. 
Yeah, but they're not alcoholics. They live, find that they live longer and their heart pumps faster. Yeah. Well, but it is red wine. This is the red wine he's drinking. I, I can pretty much assume that he's is not an alcoholic for red wine or wine. I think he's drinking the hard stuff. Okay. okay. Right. Anybody who's an alcoholic drinks the hard stuff. But but okay but but. Having a meal, how many meals a day can you have? Meaning it's three meals. So that means that's okay. three different drinks. But surely you're not having and, one for and breakfast. Let's cancel that. Out. Alcoholics, yes they do. Oh yes, yes they do. Yeah. First thing in the morning. I'm bro, I met a guy drinking a four local at ten o'clock in the morning in Brooklyn. I'm walking you drinking alcohol. He had the four locals. Stunk of liquor. It might have been. He had some shoes in his bag. <laughs> had some shoes in the bag. He was like, ah. Nah, I'm only saying, so I'm assuming, only because he's writing in that I don't think it's for the hardcore alcoholics. I think that's like the, the rock bottom of like, yeah, I'm having a four loco in the morning. Anyway, what I'm saying is, surely this is not breakfast. So what I'm saying is you only have so many meals in the day that I actually think that is a good strategy of only if I'm eating. One will turn. You'll, you'll, you'll excuse that one and then you'll find an excuse to have another have one. Another well, one. I'm out here with some other friends. It's Doris's last day on the job. Yeah, let's do a shot. Let's do it. <laughs> Come on, let's do it. I'll do one shot. Oh, you know kids then? are graduating. Hey. Not my kids, but well, kids. Now, hold on, Phil. Don't throw that bottle away. We can't waste it. Let's cost $20. Ah. I'll take it home. I'll finish that. What so we're saying that is we're having a drink. Absolutely. But it is Friday. It is Friday, so we earned this, man. Hard work all week. But uh, that's it. That's it for us, man. Phil, you got anything coming up um, next week? Uh, Next week, I'm sure I got something. You go first, and I'll come back. All right, well, uh, you know, as usual, come find me, LOL Comedy Club. I'm going to start going back and posting these dates, so you guys can come out and check me out at LOL. And uh, did some auditioning. Hopefully he gets work. get some uh get some callbacks. Did a very interesting audition that I'll tell you about once we off the air. Um for my first voice voice okay. uh voiceover. Thing. Congratulations, man. Yeah, hey, I I've never done a animation or anything, but th- hopefully this come through it should be good. But just follow me on my Instagram and on my Twitter, uh and my TikTok. I'm trying to create content. The Avery Mason man. on Twitter, Avery Mason official on Instagram and TikTok. So I am at I am Phil Hunt on all social media, per usual. P H I L H U N T. If you can't spell, I am. I don't want you following me. You're a dumb motherfucker. I like. Anyway, um, I like to apologize. Coming. Oh, you got Comic the dates right, right, right. live coming June nineteenth. That's a couple of days before my birthday. Put it on your Come calendar. Out, check me out nine mm-hmm. o'clock mm-hmm. Comic Strip June nineteenth June thirtieth. I'm also there. All right. So uh, turn up. Yeah, I think that's it for days. That is, I like to create the page for the podcast. I think we gotta do. I'm creating that. Create that. Phil is gonna be charging. But we're coming. Phil's gonna be charging our social media accounts. He's gonna be responding to all y'all questions. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Phil is great at customer service. I think. I think he is great at customer service. That's pretty goddamn funny. Avery's going to be responding. He's going to be wearing his shorts. <laughs> Who wears shorts, shorts? 
everywhere. His shorts, shorts. I just was, yo, that was. I don't care what he says. Them shorts was you flying. Pass the fingertip challenge. Not at all. Nah. I wish he'd have demoralized you and made you put your fucking fingers at your sides. I didn't have a problem. A lot with of it, people man. need that that awakening of yeah, motherfucker. You came down here in some Adina Howard. Okay, good. I, I thought you were gonna say T-shirt and panties. I thought you were gonna do nah, something like that. All right. You came down here to goddamn Medina House. <laughs> you your ass home. <laughs> Boy, you say freak Nick? What the hell are you doing? Uh, but I want listen to those of you who are playing the drinking game that we play on this game that Phil doesn't know about. It basically, when you say long story short, you take a shot. So that didn't happen at all this episode, and I was waiting on it. Sorry. You lose this time, but I'm positive at some point we're going to get a hey, long story short, then you do your shot. All right. So thank you for listening this week. Thank you. Uh, thank you for subscribing. Like, share and uh, check us out on YouTube. We got the video clips up. We got some more uh, video pods coming up. Thank you to Spotify, Anchor, uh, Apple Podcasts and wherever you stream us at. Thank you for streaming us. We appreciate you and we'll see you next week. Yeah, that's but I don't know though.